everyone and welcome to another episode of This Week in CLG. My name is Miss Harvey and today we are joined with three new guests. They've never been on the show and I'm so, so excited to introduce you to my three guests. Why don't we start with the fact that, first of all, we're all wearing CLG jerseys. So I think we are killing it at the moment. I think this is, might be the first time we have a show where all five, all four players or members are wearing uh, CLG jerseys. So let's just start with that. But why do I introduce you one by one? Let's start with Kurt on my right. Kurt, you are you can play. I'm just going to say that. You are. You can play. Um, I'll take it. You're, you're going to introduce a little bit more what you can play is, but can you give me your exact title of what you do at you can play? Sure. Sort of uh, right now, director of everything. So um, operations and programs and, and fundraising and everything else. But we're, we're doing uh, right now, it's, it's a busy time for us with Pride Month and with June, uh, but it's been wonderful. And we really appreciate you having us on here. Yes, I know. I was able to steal you for like five things in the next two weeks. I'm super excited. Uh, and to join you, we took the cream of the cream, as I would say in French, uh, the cream of the crop. We have two of our wonderful speed runners uh, with Cheese and Jay, who you might know as ZFG. <laughs> I'm cool like that, so I can call them Jay. Uh, but hi, you guys. How are you, Cheese and ZFG? Good. Excited. Hey, I'm doing great. Nice. It was so great to see you. I can see that two of us are wearing the 20, uh, 21 edition of the jersey and two of us are wearing a older version. Guys, if you want to know if the CLG, if CLG player is wearing the newer version or not, it's 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 all happening here. Uh, <laughs> also, the, the cool main logo is all colorful, too. It's yeah, beautiful. Yeah, the main logo, but the cool people have a little um, a little logo right here at the neck. So uh, Jay and Kurt have that logo while uh, the less cool people. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus, I, I was worried if I grabbed an old one or a new one. No, you did great. You're <laughs> <All right>. great. <laughs> so guys, uh, if you are joining us for the first time in chat, I can I have my chat right here. I'm going to be looking at it uh, throughout the, um, the, 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 the show. So if you have any questions to them, especially since it's the first time on their show, uh is not new to Twitch, but he's definitely new to the speaking CLG. So we're gonna hold his end. Wanna make sure we have a great time today. Uh so ask your questions away. We will be talking about you can play. We'll be talking talking about right none, but we're also gonna be talking about speed running because this is the first time we have our speed runners on the show. So I'm pretty excited. I think we might have had have gotten Phil before, but I'm not even sure. So let's just let's just focus on, on who we have today. So let's jump in right away. A couple of things happened um last week in CLG. So the first segment, guys, I, I love it because this this week I have to introduce it each segment to all three of you the first segment is what happened last against the LG and we had one of our packed this week I don't think that's the word we have one of our most packed week and we have uh our social media uh manager in the chat and he will he can confirm how much work he had to do last week because everybody was playing pretty much all of our competitive teams were on uh we got second in valorant uh, game changer vct so congratulations to our clg red team closing really close to cloud nine one here in the final almost taking a couple maps away if not the whole take we have two fortnite players uh, i know kurt you play a little bit of fortnite uh two of our players right. played this weekend 
all-star event uh, and they won respectively Jay $15,000 as because he finished fifth as well as Symmetrical who finished second in the AIM Creative won $3,000 so Fortnite and their incredible prize pool can't over can't can't get over how crazy that is I don't know uh this is like Fortnite, a black Fortnite is always crazy with the prize pools. It's like yeah. I, I never understood it. And I and I I remember we were talking in the pre-show and someone said three thousand dollars for Fortnite. That's that's a small tournament, right? And I was like, oh my god. <laughs> um, our CS team yesterday, CLG Red, went two and zero for the last two games of the season. So to close it up, they secure their spot into advance. They will not be relegated. That's also very good news. Um, and our LCS team is currently holding on to a player spot and they're fighting to keep it. Uh, so that's also good news. As well as Zach finished second in a Super Smash melee tournament yesterday, who's really hyped. Um, so congratulations to S5. Kurt, did you understand anything I just said? All of that made complete perfect sense. So thank you, yes. <laughs> Oh, it sounds it. like I'm gonna start playing Fortnite competitively. <laughs> yeah, because there's a lot of money to 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 make that happen, uh, for sure. Okay, so that segment is over. Now we can talk about today's topic, which is Prime Mode. You can play as well as speedrunning. Uh, let's let's to make everyone feel comfortable. Since uh, we're wearing, uh, you can play. Um, by the way, did you change logo, Kurt, or is it just like a, a logo that sometimes look? Um, so this is the this is the actual color scheme of the logo, but okay. we're happy to have the the rainbow logo on there too. I love it. Okay, great. Uh, so I don't know why I lost cheese here. Let me double check why uh, <laughs> why you're black now. Uh, let me. Oh, you're back. All right, it is. Great troubleshooting done. Okay, so Lou, why don't we start about explaining what you can play is, Kurt? Um, when I said you are, you can play. You do a lot of things over there, so. Uh, take us through what the company is. Yeah, so you can play. It's it's ten years old this coming spring. Um, it started out of the need, and at, at that point, think back to 2012. A little bit of a different environment here around, especially LGBTQ issues. We were dealing at that point with very much more direct homophobia in sports. So mm -hmm. in the locker rooms, on the fields, from the fans, kind of in, in all areas. And so a couple people got together originally and said, "Listen, we need to make change here." And what the idea was truly, if you can play, you can play. And so we want the best players on the field, behind the computer. We want them in the seat, no matter what's happening, no matter where they come from, their race, religion, their sexuality or gender identity. We want the best players playing those games and enjoying them. And a lot of times we find that athletes sort of get shown the door, whether it be subtly or more directly because of their sexuality or maybe because of their race. And so we wanna make sure that we got, in, got involved and made a difference. And so that's where we work right now is that we work to ensure that there's a safe space, first of all, and then also a welcoming space. And so we like to say that, you know, sort of like, you know, diversity is being invited to the game and inclusion is being invited to actually play. And so that's that's kind of how we, we go about our work, where we work with pro leagues, we work with community organizations, we work with coaches and referees and parents and administrators to make sure that they understand language, the basics. Sometimes they don't even know the basic terminology that's out there. The latest thing, right? Pronouns. We've all heard about pronouns and maybe have them on our email addresses, but why and what is that? And what's the reasoning behind it? So it's really about educating the public about it and hopefully then finding lots of people like everyone on this call and, and lots of people across the country who are advocates and allies who will then help make safe spaces. So that's really what our work centers around is 
taking our LGBTQ community and then our advocate and ally community and making sure that sports are open to all. Yeah, I, I, I really love this. I, and I think you told me once behind the scene a couple of weeks ago that a lot of the work that you do is with the allies. Um, and so in chat right now, you know, if you are here and you're you're listening, it doesn't mean that necessarily that um, you are from the LGBTQ community, but it doesn't mean that you can't help and you can't make a difference um, and by just getting educated, right? A hundred percent. You know, you, you bring up a good point and you actually brought up the chat. How many chats have we been on where someone drops a joke or a comment and someone just kind of gives it a ha-ha and moves on to the next thing? That's an immediate, perfect example of where an ally or an advocate can say, you know what, not here. Not today. Mm -hmm. I'm not interested in it. Not on this chat. And so I've been in part of a hundred group chats, right? Where just kind of things slide by and you just, eh, it's not worth the headache of fighting against it. But truly, that's kind of one of those easy places we can get involved uh, up to then and including where, you, you know, you're on the field or you're in a game and you're, you know, you hear something come through the, the headset. And you're like, listen, this is no, not, not here. It's just not appropriate. And it usually doesn't take a whole lot to do it. It's just finally stand, standing up and saying something. And I think that's been the change We've probably all seen over the past year and a half here, which is it's one thing to agree and to feel like you're doing your part, but then to say it out loud is a whole different thing and step up and actually, you know, make your voice heard too. That's really what we're asking people to do. If I may step in here. I, yeah, go ahead. I, I, yeah, I totally agree with that. It's it's like well, me growing up, I grew up in, a, in the Caribbean in an island called Trinidad that most people don't even know. And I grew up playing sport. I played sports all my life. I still do. Since I was eight years old, I played soccer all the way up to 18 and I always had that issue where me as a, a, a gay a gay man and Trinidad is a quite homophobic place and I never mm -hmm. really felt comfortable right but there were always those few people that would like you said understand the problem and be part of the team of like uh, trying to make it better but they were always too afraid to actually speak out and at some in some way I understand you know them being afraid because when there's such a homo a very homophobic uh, ambiance or environment it's hard for one person to actually speak out because they they are scared of being ridiculed for it and that's at that point it's about, it's about getting numbers more people the better and the more confidence they have to actually speak out and it's uh, it's it's hard but i mean this is a great project i think that's the whole point you know so no cheese you make you make such a great point which is it was just easier for people to kind of move on and say, you know what, I, I heard I heard it make a comment or say something, but I'm, I'm playing my sport or I'm doing my thing. And I, it's it's easier just to move on. And I think this is where truly it's it's going to take another couple seconds to throw out a comment in a, in a chat or then on, again on a field. You know, a, a quiet comment is is all we're asking for. Just sort of make your voice heard and, and step it up. And we like I said, we've all we've all heard stuff. Um, I direct you to it. There's a website called nohomophobes.com and or, org maybe. One of those two um and no <laughs> no homophobes it's a great website yeah th thanks steph so if you if you look at that it's a live tracking of basically homophobic language through social media and it's wow. amazing to see the spikes at the days where it's like when the olympics kick off or when the gay games happen or when the you know super bowl happens it's like homophobic language kind of goes through the roof online and it's it's really interesting to see how that dynamic happens to where i know it's tough to think with a lot a lot of people say how much is actually happening on social media? And the answer is a lot. And you can only imagine social media then, and I can only imagine in the group chats or on a game that you're playing when you're frustrated and something happens, right? And somebody pops out a comment. And it's just, uh, yeah, like I said, it, it's, it's, there's no 
silver bullet to this. It's simply everyone just kind of like turning the ears on to say, uh, you know, that's not that's not right. And and who are we driving away from this game or this opportunity? And who could have been my teammate down the road and helped me win and win some of that Fortnite money? Well, <laughs> they didn't want to play anymore because they were, you know, bullied online. And so it's just it's not worth it. We'd rather have everyone involved and get the best players involved in what we're doing. I I'm like I've been on that site for like less than a minute and I already had a see uh, at least 15 posts since you started talking about that site and that site is quite interesting let me just say that um I want to talk a little bit about what you said about the chat rules and also uh, having inclusive environments uh and, and that's going to be a little more addressed to Jay um we recently updated our, our rules uh I'm gonna post it in chat right now and we worked really hard to define what CLG's community could be about and what our values could be about on Twitch. Um, we decided that we wanted to have an inclusive environment and there was just no place for um, for disrespect. Um, mm -hmm. Jay, Cheese, you guys stream a lot. Um, is this something that um, you think is important in both of your streams? Uh, Jay, do you, are you the kind of streamer that just say whatever goes goes as long as they have fun a little bit like xqc just kind of saying like <laughs> my community is gonna be whatever or is this something that you try to represent what the values that you have and you are how do you handle your streaming jay uh yeah for the most part i mean uh i'm lucky with my chat my chat is actually pretty tame i very rarely see anything like that if anything does get posted like people usually shut it down pretty quickly uh but yeah pretty yeah, and I think that speaks for a lot. I mean, you say your chat is very is very chill, but it, it could also be a representation of yourself. Uh, if you say that they shut it down pretty quickly, do you think that it was your personality or do you think that it just kind of happened with the way that you yourself reply back to some of these comments? Uh, I, I guess maybe. I try to make sure that, you know, people are generally respectful in chat. So I think I think chat like kind of gets gets that vibe, too. Uh, what about you, Cheese? Is this something uh, that just kind of happened, or did you work towards having uh, a chat that is potentially more inclusive? Okay. Um, so I think because I am part of the LGBT community and I always have the LGBTQIA plus tag on my streams, um, and I actually checked the stats recently, about 40% of the pe of new people that find my stream find it through the lgbtqia plus tag oh. which is a lot higher than i thought it's crazy so it's good to see that in twitch that tag is actually being used quite a lot mm -hmm. so th i think that's a good start and uh kind of like a side note things i'm seeing on twitter where people are talking about having a trans tag it, i think would be a really positive thing too um i'm not sure the status on it if they're approving it or not but that's a good idea but uh back to the chat thing i I tend to be a person that's more open for conversation. I like talking. If people who watch me a lot know that I like talking about all sorts of <laughs> topics. I'm very like, I love talking about all sorts of social topics. Sometimes you have to be careful when it comes to like political things or whatever. But um, I invite all sorts of language that's obviously not hateful. You know, if it's hateful, they get blocked off. And uh, But I'm also kind of an advocate, I would say, to... Um, Sometimes you need tough love to like become a stronger person. And um, so when sometimes when chat, somebody comes and spams really homophobic things to me or whatever, and chat would be like very defensive, be like, hey, you can't do that, whatever. And they would ban him. I would kind of be the person that would be like, don't worry, guys, you know, like yeah, there are going to be people out there. We, you know, we have to just learn to um, be stronger than them and kind of, uh, 
you're not kind of thing i'm always that kind of person that kind of tries to help yeah. people through my experiences i guess and but not to show too much hate you i think that showing a lot of hate to the people that are hateful just creates more hate and to me i'm just kind of like i try to be the stronger person and it usually shuts them down even more that's my motto i guess um kurt i want to ping on i want to piggyback on what she's just said i think that the sometimes even for me you know obviously i i'm 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 a woman in gaming so let's just say I, we get our share of of that kind of comments as well um sure. sometimes the the line between wanting to educate and wanting to to kind of support the harasser uh and 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 create a safe place for them even as weird as it can't be versus just kind of straight up banning him and saying like get out of here we don't need you uh is hard you know sometimes there's days that you don't want to be that educator you know um yeah yeah do you have an advice absolutely for like um for how to handle as best as you can uh these situations where you say like sometimes you want to step up but sometimes stepping up also means emotionally draining right well actually that's a perfect way to describe it emotionally draining sometimes to do this um i would say that we are very much as an organization founded in not canceling people we we come from a place to believe that you are not intolerant you're simply uneducated or you simply grew up in a place to where that comment was okay and i'll and i'll be very blatant about it the word fag in a locker room right a lot of us grew up with that in a very normal way and i think it's changed context it's changed connotation i know some people use it now in a, in a fun playful way or in a you know in a what they're viewing as a positive way so there's there's just words and i think we start from a place where you are not intolerant and you you understand what you're doing you simply are just making a comment and it came off the you know off your tongue too quickly you didn't think about it and so we're going to start from that place now if you prove to us that you're that you are simply mean or you're trying to tear something down or be hateful that's a little bit different and i think that does come out but we any we work with a lot of players pro players and down at community level where something happens they make a comment on a field or in a chat or otherwise and again maybe they're international and it was actually a word that's very normal in their context that you know when they started to use it in english it wasn't quite the same or maybe it's just they didn't realize what they were doing and they're frustrated you know not a lot of blood in the brain because they're tired and what they're doing we're going to give them the benefit of that doubt and then work with them on education and we they can then show us are they are they genuine about making a change and hopefully helping the cause or do they truly believe that in their heart and it's and it's a problem of hate or of intolerance and i think that that does come out now you all deal with fast chats right lots of comments maybe hundreds of thousands of, at some time and to deal with each one individually i that could only be emotionally draining but i guess what i would say is listen the you know the i'm going to believe that you didn't really mean that i'm this and i and i i kind of credit cheese it's great that you put it out there because i think even just putting that label out there and putting it out there, whether you're part of the LGBT community or not, lets them know, listen, this is, I support this. I support everyone participating in gaming here. I don't want anything like that in my chat. So it's, I love that label that you can pop out there to say, listen, before it even happens, here it is. Um, but I, I think it's a, it's a case by case basis. And I think it's very different than in a rolling chat. Again, we're trying to swing at every pitch or when it's really dealing with something that is truly, you can identify as intolerant and hateful. And I think that's where we've had a lot of luck with we we're not going to treat you in that way at first. We're going to educate you and try to get you to, you know, understand why that wasn't right. And then if at that point, 
you still want to go down the wrong path, then you've made your choice. But we really don't believe in the cancellation part of it. Uh, we truly want to, you know, give everyone a chance to do it. I love that. Um, it's crazy because the way you are describing it is the exact way that I talk about it in my chat and is that way that I believe it should be done. Um, and I think, I think a lot of it has to do of, with the fact that I did grow up in a very homophobic place in a third world country. And um, I think that taught me to realize that at the end of the day, most people that say these things and are trying to be hateful at the end of the day, it is a lack of education and not an intolerance issue. It's not mm. because at the end of the day, it's again, a phobia is a fear of something. And, and people are genuinely afraid of the idea of homosexuality because they were taught that it's not natural or for religious reasons that it's a blasphemy or whatever. And it just comes down to educating and being like, look, this is indeed normal that mm -hmm. people are different. And it's sometimes it's as simple as somebody making friends with an LGBT person. And in a few days, their whole mindset can be changed. And, and I agree with you, they, less cancellation and more education. That's my motto. And yeah, uh, perfect. Yeah. And there are those cases, of course, that people just sit all day every day creating alt accounts to go on twitch and say all really hateful things because they're just really damaged people at the end of the day they're damaged so when you make yourself look stronger than them they realize that they just need help <laughs> yeah. yeah it's it's usually user 46 39 21 yeah. 72 you know that, that's <laughs> usually the pops through there well, you know you, you brought up a good point proximity and i think that's some that's a challenge that you have in in gaming right we're not sitting next to the person that we're playing with or against necessarily. They're maybe across the world. And proximity means understanding because I can ask that question, that quiet question that I'm maybe too embarrassed to ask someone else. Hey, what does it mean to be gay? What is this about? What does this term mean? That small stuff means a, a great deal. And that's why proximity is so important for understanding. And I think it's something that we, in many cases, have made a lot of inroads in, but there's still big chunks of, of the US and internationally that there may not be proximity to somebody who's at least out in the LGBTQ community. And I think that's that's one of those challenges. And so that's also partially why we want to keep the, the voice heard online, in social media spheres, in gaming and otherwise, because we want people to say, listen, I can actually reach out to you quietly in their DMs and say, hey, listen, I, I hate to ask a dumb question, but here it is. And it's the greatest thing because like, thank you. Now you're not going to make that mistake online or in person. So yeah, it's proximity is a tough thing for, I, I mean, gaming has a, a challenge in that way, but um, we'll, we'll find great solutions for it. And I think you all are doing a great job already with, I mean, heck, look at this jersey. I'm wearing it everywhere. So <laughs> you're, you're already making some some huge headway. We really appreciate it. I could listen to you, both of you talking so much, but I want to make sure we also get it. We educate you, Kurt, on one thing, speed running. I'm sure you, I'm sure you don't know anything about it. Yes, and, I'm excited. And this is where, Jay, this is your time to shine. Can you explain <laughs> speed running to Kurt like he's five? Uh, yeah, all speedrunning is is just trying to beat a game as fast as possible. And sometimes that involves doing things completely differently from how you'd normally play the game. And uh, we've been, speedrunning community has been around for like over 20 years now, probably. Uh, we've tried to figure out how to beat so many different games as uh, quickly as possible. Find, finding lots of like ingenious strategies and practicing all the time to like uh, keep lowering the times for so many years. Can you give me, can you give Kurt an example of what, one of your best speed runs, like the time 
because so, maybe Kurt doesn't understand how crazy that means. It doesn't mean like finish a game in a day, okay, Kurt? It means sometimes like finish a game in less than an hour, which is yeah, insane. Yeah, so, so uh, the game that I speed run, Ocarina of Time, uh, so if you just want to beat the game as quickly as possible, no uh, no restrictions or anything like that, you can beat the game in seven minutes. What? And... I didn't know that! That's insane! Yeah. <laughs> that, that's using the the absolute most uh, most broken glitches and stuff. Um, the, uh, we also have different categories, like um, uh, for different goals for completing a speed run. And the main category that I run is hundred percent, which means like getting all the extra collectibles and stuff. And for most people playing Ocarina of Time, that usually takes like forty, fifty hours. And uh, in hundred percent speed runs, are about three hours for Ocarina of Time now. That is amazing. So, so you understand the concept, right, Kurt? Yes. Yes. Okay. This takes me. Uh, I'm gonna date myself. This takes me back to Contra, where we tried, we would try to breed as fast as we can, and I was horrible at it, and I got beat by all my friends. But yeah, you, Jay, is it is it? Do you do all games have that facet? Like you could potentially, I mean, games that allow you to move through them. But yeah, yeah, you I'm can a, pretty I'm much speed run any friends. game. Any game that has an ending, pretty much you can speed run. And then even games that don't have endings, people will usually like find some way to see what what kind of speedruns you can do in them. RuneScape and World of Warcraft and stuff yeah. have speedruns. So, yeah. yeah there, there's speedruns. Yeah, there's speedruns of basically any game. Like if if you go on speedrun.com, you can pretty much type in a game, find a leaderboard for it and someone's done a run of it. Um I so I want to add on to Kurt is that there's quite often speedrun events. So, there 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 are players like Cheese and ZFG who do um speed running as like a competitive kind of gaming but then there's these mm -hmm. events where the community gather and they create like a moment so cheese why don't you talk about the speed running events a little bit so that kurt can understand as well sure so speed running events the, the foundation of it was they were always based off a of charity and uh it really started kicking off around 2010 2011 with uh games done quick of course and then other organizations started off like uh esa um, and then later Calithon and GSA and all this stuff. And um, it's basically always been centered around like one week events, live events. You go to the place and there's a huge stage and, and, and speedrunners are doing speedruns 24-7 for like a week long in front of the audience. In, in Games on Quick's case, they have 100,000 plus viewers at a time during the live stream and, and you're raising money for charity. Um, and... Um, the last event they had live, I think they raised, they rose, rose. They raised over three million dollars in a week. Oh my gosh! <laughs> uh, from speedrunning, so that's always been the basis of the the speedrunning events. And for the past, I would say two years or so, competitive speedrunning, the more esports side of speedrunning events, has been kicking off. So now you see a lot of um, competitive events with prize pools. Um, so that's like a new avenue that's being. Um, Introduced to speedrunning, so it's uh, it's very interesting. Is that something that, uh, that you and uh, Jay are trying to pursue right now? I know that you said it's like pretty new. So is that something that you guys are trying to develop uh, personally? Sorry, Jay. Uh, myself, not as much, but I know Cheese has been pretty pretty heavily involved in that kind of stuff. Yeah. So basically, it, it that's when it gets a bit complicated because speedrunning is very niche. Mm -hmm. um, every game is very different. So it, not every game can be competitive. Because some games, uh, the speedruns are either very long or very convoluted, where um, 
very glitch heavy where if uh, if you mess up one thing the whole run is kind of ruined kind of thing and, and com competitively speaking it's quite doesn't work too well um my game is super mario 64 and that a lot of mario <laughs> games are much more uh linear and straightforward where you could basically mess up a lot of things but you could always finish the run with a decent time and it's more um um competitive in that sense um, and, but and with then, that said yeah go ahead yeah in, in a game that i run like ocarina of time ocarina of time is like super glitch heavy and it's also extremely punishing if you fail anything so like if someone if two people are racing and one person fails a trick they can lose like 10 15 minutes from failing one mm -hmm. trick if you're one frame late on a certain trick and then like from there the race is kind of decided but like oh. there are, there definitely are um ocarina of time speed running races but like for the most part, um, those like competitive races are more towards like platforming type of games, like uh, Mario sixty four, and I know like um, other Mario games. Celeste is also big on that. Oh, those types of games are usually the uh, Minecraft competitive. Is also, races. really big in that. Now. Craft, yeah, yeah, um, Minecraft, yeah, yeah. And I guess to finish off that point, um, there is a new format that's being um, done a lot now from ESA, also GSA. Twitch Rivals was the ones who started it, which is, uh, we call it the lifetime attack format, um, but it's also known as the break the record format, where instead of 1v1 races, um, you get, let's say, a time slot of six hours, 10 hours, depending on how long the category is. You have six hours where you can do your speedruns on your own time during those six hours and take breaks whenever you want. So basically, the, the point is trying to finish as good of a run as possible. So if in the six hours you finished three speed runs, you get the best time, your best run that you completed, and that's your time. That's your end time of ah. the competition. And then the leaderboards stack up depending on how you, um, uh, how good your best run was. It's a little bit like racing, like F1, right? You get like a two hour to like put the, the best tr The best, track. right. Yeah, and then you see like people will get out of the gate at the very end because they know they can like maybe squeeze in a last one. Right, or exactly, it's exactly like that, and it's it's much more welcoming for games like Zelda that's more glitch heavy because because it's not only one race uh, mm -hmm. and you can't reset. It's like oh, you messed up a really big trick, you can restart and try again. You know, I so like you it. have your own freedom to do your runs on your own time. So it's like a really good format. So who knows? We could probably see a lot more games uh -huh. being implemented in that side of speedrunning. So yeah. This, this is so interesting to me. Is there a, uh, do you find there's a conflict or that there's a little bit of pushback from the traditional people who play those games and the ones who do the speedrunning aspects? Uh, sort of, but they're usually all from like YouTube comments that don't know anything about speedrunning. They're just like, mm. oh my God, you're, you're cheating. But, <laughs> uh, that's, that, that's gotten so a lot. Like, you know, the small version, I mean, I think to look at stats in sports, right? So how, how just people who are involved in sports and gaming are changing their their interests and how you know they they changed hockey for little kids to cross ice instead of the full ice because they found it was more fun and the kids liked it so there's some of that and i mean this is the same kind of thing we're changing some of the games to a new and interesting aspect of it i love that i, I love the uh, the idea around that yeah more cool. in recent years um it's definitely um being people are getting a lot more uh, adjusted to it and like liking speedrunning a lot more in the more recent years like those comments about like oh speedrunning is cheating or whatever or they're getting less and less but they're they're still funny to read on youtube sometimes uh 
uh, I have my own personal speed running experience, uh, guys. You may not know, but uh, I actually did my first speed running a couple months ago. Chat, someone in the chat mentioned it. I forgot about it. Uh, I'm a Prince of Persia, the Forgotten Sands speedrunner. Wow. That's <laughs> so, a really cool game. Interesting choice. Uh, yeah, I worked on it. So I played this game like, I don't know how many times uh, I had to, to finish it just to, so that we could meet deadlines and whatnot. So um, I decided to, 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 to do my own speedrun after not playing it for 10 years, which is crazy. <laughs> I went over for an hour. So my, my goal was like two hours. And I think I, I finished it in like two hours, 45 minutes. But uh, I still was 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 pretty happy about it. Kurt, what would be your speed run if you had to pick any game? That was actually going to be my question: is what where would you start me? So I I'm a very good speed runner in Fortnite right now because I usually am the first to die. So I guess I'm sort of like <laughs> in some level I'm I'm a good Fortnite speed runner. But what, what um, I love the the Nintendo uh, Mario 64, so that that might be a good one for me to start with. But where would you suggest I start? It all depends on the most important thing is your love for the game like you have yeah. to love the game yeah dfg would agree with mm, me you have to love the game a lot because speedrunning is like starting a new sport it's exactly like that if you don't like the sport in two days you're going to be like what why am i doing this it's hard speedrunning requires okay. a lot of video watching a lot of strat learning mm. a lot of research um uh, depending on the game too but to get started uh with a game like mario 64 it's it's one of the most popular games in speedrunning uh, because it's easy to learn. Um, because a lot of platformers are visually easy to understand. It's like, oh, that makes sense. You're, the point is to go as fast as possible, grab the star as fast as you can. And there's a lot of ways to easily do it that's, that's not hard for the beginner. Um, games that have a lot of glitches and stuff are much more intimidating to start off with because it requires a lot of understanding of what you're doing to actually be able to speedrun it properly. Um, but it all depends on how much you love the game. That's definitely the most important thing. I love it. What a great advice. Guys, this is such a good show. I, I mean, I know that we're, 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 we're almost over. And I say that almost every show. But Jesus Christ, this show is so cool. Um, you are all freaking amazing. I'm so happy you guys were on. Um, I don't want to take too much of your time. I know the people that are watching these, the chat has been popping all, all show, but I want to just jump onto the next segment in the last segment of, of today's show, which is what is going on in this week in CLG. Uh, we had such a crazy packed schedule last week. And this week is a little, little, I would say freer. We have, of course, LCS and uh, Academy playing. So make sure to tune in on both the LCS Twitch channel as well as the, as the Academy one. And we also have a Apex Game Time Week 1 tournament this week. But that's pretty much it. So that means, guys, that you should watch Cheese and ZFG streams because they, I'm sure you guys are streaming um, and you have a regular schedule. So where can we catch you guys? Let's start with you, Jay. Uh, yeah, my Twitch is uh, uh, twitch.tv slash ZFG1. I'm doing Operating the Time Speed Runs a lot. Pretty much it, yeah. Okay, so almost every do you stream almost every day? Uh more recently, not not as frequently, but okay, okay. Uh, most of the time. Most of the time, yeah. Okay. So make sure to uh follow him. If if someone ha actually ha could drop that in the chat, that would be really appreciated. What about you, Cheese? I am just twitch.tv slash cheese. Oh, you, you have the slash cheese. Let's I go. do. Yeah, he, he was actually go. able to drop the numbers and I couldn't. 
<laughs> yeah. Who houses ZFG? You're the only one. No, the they, Twitch, one. I think Twitch won't allow a three character oh, name. You're right. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. Anymore. That's why we can't have CLG. You're right. I've done some yeah. lobbying and it hasn't worked. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> you are totally right. Kurt, plug anything you want here. This is your moment. So you can play team on all the socials. We're the same thing across all the socials. You can play team. But I think what I would rather plug is the upcoming amazing charity tournament that I'm about to plan starring Miss Harvey, uh, ZFG, and Cheese headlining <laughs> a speed running tournament in this fall. And I'm 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 serious about that. This. this sounds awesome. And I'm I'm gonna embarrass myself on there, but I will have every one of my board members in there playing too. So you you will see it coming very okay. soon. But I, I just okay. want to take this time to thank you so much to the entire community. I mean, CLG has been so great to us and a great partner. And so thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm wild fans of all of you and uh, I'm learning every day. Yeah, you are uh, amazing. And I think that Cheese is coming back. I think he closed his tab. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let me just put you back for the end of the show because why not? Uh, wait, at least we can hear you. So you're fine. You don't don't worry about your camera. Uh, Kurt, you've been amazing. I know for those at home who don't know behind the scene at CLG, we're doing a lot of things with you can play Steam so that our staff and our players can be educated, can be good allies and understand, you know, as you talk, like some of the lingo, as you talked about earlier, some of the lingo and just just overall uh, be as best as they can be as, as humans. Uh, so if you are a CLG player, fan, player, staff watching, there's more to come with Kurt and his team. It was my pleasure to be the host for today. As usual, we have shows every week on this channel. So everyone at home, make sure to follow, hit the follow button and follow us on all of our beautiful social media. A lot of people are working hard behind the scene. Once again, this was powered by Spectrum, CLG's official ISP. Really happy to have them as a partner for this week in CLG. My name was Miss Harvey on behalf of Kurt Keith. ZLG and everyone at CLG, we wish you a great Monday and a great week. And we'll see you next time for another episode of This Week in CLG powered by Spectrum. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Thank Bye. you.